What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Disney Plus Informer Podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 78 for the week of October 29th, 2023. I am, of course, your host, Justin Eddie, alongside my fabulous co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. You be sure to follow along each and every week, and we're going to keep you updated with all the information that you need as we cover Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, the Disney Plus release dates have been announced for the Doctor Who 60th anniversary specials. Disney's live-action Snow White film has received a significant delay, and also uh, Pixar's upcoming animated film, Elio, has also been hit with the delay bugs. Shorzy has been renewed for a third season at Hulu and so much more. We're going to talk about those stories let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week and bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 and 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Welcome, everyone. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. Highlights include the premiere of Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red. New episodes continue to be released for season two of Marvel's Loki and Disney and the Disney Plus original series Goosebumps. And uh, of course, season 32 of Dancing with the Stars in the U.S. and Canada on Hulu in the U.S. We got the first four episodes of FX's American Horror Stories season three now streaming along with all six episodes of Shorzy Season 2 on Hulu in the U.S. and on Disney Plus in many countries, including U.K., Canada, and Australia. The first four episodes of the Italian original series, The Lions of Sicily, are now streaming. And on Disney Plus in the U.K. and Ireland, Season 5 of FX's What We Do in the Shadows is now streaming. And then after the news today, we're going to give our uh, little reviews and discuss uh, this new Goosebumps series, as well as the new Once Upon a Studio animated short uh, that uh, has proven to be quite popular. But uh, first up, the Disney Plus release date has been announced for this uh, Doctor Who 60th anniversary special or specials. Uh, It's a highly anticipated title that's coming to Disney. So, Michelle, when's this going to release? Yeah, so there's going to be three episodes in these Doctor Who 60th anniversary specials. They are going to debut on Disney Plus globally, except in the UK and Ireland, because they are going to air on the BBC in those countries. But the three specials are titled The Star Beast, uh, which will release on November 25th. Wild Blue Yonder will release on December 2nd. And then the third episode, The Giggle, will release on December 9th. So um, in the 60th anniversary specials, they will reunite the 14th Doctor, David Tennant, and Donna Temple Noble, who is played by Catherine Tate, as they come face-to-face with their most terrifying villain yet, the toy maker who is played by Neil Patrick Harris. We also have a new trailer that's up on the website if you want to take a look at that. Full disclosure, I have never watched Doctor Who. I watched a spinoff called uh, Torchwood. I saw some of that back in the day. um, That was good. I really liked. Uh, After watching the trailer, I'm actually kind of excited. I want to watch this, and I hope that I can watch this without 
knowing anything about Doctor Who. Previously. Can you watch this without having to watch sixty years worth of exactly? Because uh, I don't have that backlog. kind of time. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I, definitely going to check it out because it looks really good. In case you're not familiar, uh, Doctor Who is the longest running action adventure television series in the world, spanning sixty years and winning over one hundred awards. That's crazy that it's been going on that long. I know that there is obviously a massive like fandom out there for it, and I've I've always heard good things. I also, uh, full disclosure, I haven't watched it. I would like maybe we can like find a nice jumping off point or jumping in point, I guess, and and like yeah. maybe we can just start. I know that there's like always like different Doctor uh-huh. Who's or something. Maybe we can just like start with the most recent one and go from there. I don't know, but uh, that's still impressive. Sixty years anyway. Uh, up next. Disney's live-action Snow White film has received a significant delay in addition to Pixar's upcoming animated film, Elio. So what's going on with these, Michelle? Okay, so the live-action Snow White film, this has gotten a lot of buzz, some controversy. You might have heard about it. This is the one that stars Rachel Ziegler and Gail Godot is playing the evil queen. This is moving from March 22nd to our March 22nd, 2024 to March 21st, 2025. Oh, I didn't realize it was so massive. Yeah. And so they also released um, this first look image from the film, which shows the seven drawers, which are in CGI form. I personally think it looks a little weird and creepy, but that's just me. Uh, they've got lots of time to uh, change things, I suppose, if they need to. Uh, but the Hollywood Reporter also said that uh, this could be if there is not a deal made pretty quickly with these actor strikes that we could be seeing a lot more of these delays, especially for summer releases next year. Well, I, um, I know that they don't want to release these massive movies where the stars can't go out and promote them. Exactly. And that so, makes sense. I mean, the, the, a lot of these movies, like most of them are pushing budgets well over, you know, a hundred million plus easily. So like they don't want to, you know, have that much money tied up in something that they can't adequately promote because like, actually like that's a huge portion of the budgets of these movies anyway. But, uh, yeah, that, that Snow White one, um, I, I have faith that it will end up being good because most of their live-action reimaginings I have found to be at least uh, adequate. You know, The worst ones I still find good, so uh, it remains to be seen how this one's received. I know there's been a lot of uh, backlash and you know weird publicity to do with uh, this one already, so maybe, the, maybe they just also want to let that die down a bit and just sneak it out there later on, but... That is not the only uh, film that's affected. Uh, so what's up with uh, Elio also? Yeah, so that's been delayed more than a year. So this was going to release on March 1st, 2024. And this has been postponed to June 13th, 2025. Wow. those that, That's kind of crazy. I, I Again, like with, with those strikes and everything, I know that, you know, it threw all the release schedules into just, complete disarray but uh did not expect to see like movies that are or films that are essentially ready to go being delayed that much that's that's nuts uh finally shorzy 
This has been renewed for a third season over on Hulu, and season two is now available. So when are we going to see season three of this one? Yeah, no release date for season three yet. It was just renewed. It was actually renewed just ahead of the season two premiere on Hulu. So uh, six new episodes from season two released last Friday. This is the Letter Kenny spinoff, Shorzy. Okay. Um, so... It's been renewed for six new episodes. It will shoot in Sudbury this fall. Again, no release date yet, uh, but well, well, you when you have that release date, you're going to put that up on the website, which is DisneyPlusInformer.com, and that's where you, our listener, can find out all those inform all that information about all these release dates. You can find links to all of the articles that we talk about each and every week. All these news articles. That's where it's at, DisneyPlusInformer.com. Uh, Michelle, we've got about 10 minutes. I don't think it's going to take me the full five for my five because they're not necessarily long, but there's a lot of good information here. So I'm going to look at the clock here real quick. We've got, oh, we're going to do better than 10 minutes this week. Go ahead and start, Michelle. Okay, so the trailer has been released for the Disney Plus original movie, Dashing Through the Snow, this is going to debut on the streamer on November 17th. This is a hilarious and touching story about a social worker for the Atlanta Police Department and the Christmas Eve journey that helps him to remember the joy and magic of the Yuletide season. The film stars Lil Rel Howery and Chris Ludacris Bridges. Got the trailer up on the website. Uh, it looks like your typical holiday family movie. This looks like it's going to be so bad, it's going to be good. I can't <laughs> wait. I, 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 lo I love these types of things. I think Ludacris is a good actor, and oh, yeah. I, I think he's going to do good in this one, so definitely going to check that out. Uh, up first for me, a Disney has released the trailer. Now, this is something that I'm not a huge... Like, this isn't big news for me, but I know that there's a massive amount of people that are super excited about this. Uh, Disney's released the trailer for Now and Then... The Last Beatles Song. This is a 12-minute documentary uh, short film that is going to tell the story of the Beatles' last song featuring exclusive footage and commentary from Paul, Ringo, George, Sean Lennon, and Peter Jackson. This is going to begin streaming on November 1st on Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, it's the last Beatles song. Apparently uh, there's some old recordings or whatever, and they put it together probably around the same time that Peter Jackson did that Beatles thing uh, last year so. I know that there's a lot of people that'll be very interested in that. I'm not a big Beatles fan though, so I, they're, I they're, they're not my either. jam. I was, I was too young, I think, for that. I mean, I appreciate what they did. They have like a lot of good songs and stuff, but mm -hmm. it's just never my thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a Hunting of Venice. We have some release dates announced for that, so it's going to be coming to the uh, digital retailers and Hulu on October 31st. Additionally, it will arrive on Blu-ray and DVD on November 28th. Very good. Um, so I'm not super familiar with this, but Hulu has announced that the hit Korean original series Moving is going to be available in English starting this December. The 20-episode series started streaming on August 9th and is the most watched Korean original on Hulu and Disney Plus globally. 
Earlier uh, this month at the Busan International Film Festival Awards, Moving was presented with six Asia Content Awards, including Best Creative Award given in honor to of content that has delivered the most notable achievements among the nominations, as well as Best Visual Effects. Uh, screenwriter Kang Fol was honored with Best Best Writer Award with Moving cast members Sung Ryong, Lee Junga, and Go Yung Jung taking home the awards for Best Lead Actor, Best Newcomer Actor, and Best Newcomer Actress, respectfully and respectfully. I hope that I pronounce those names even semi-right. Uh, but anyway, in the 1990s, South Korea's National Security Planning Agency established a Black Ops black ops team of superpowered individuals tasked with carrying out classified missions members of this elite unit used their powers to defend the country and achieve the impossible on a daily basis despite their success one day the team suddenly went dark dispersing across the country never to be heard from again this sounds like korean a team to me and i'm all in <laughs> Liz Tegelar is adapting Lucy Foley's 2020 mystery novel, The Guest List, as a limited series for Hulu. Tegelar is the showrunner behind hit shows including Little Fires Everywhere and Tiny Beautiful Things. The TV iteration, like Foley's 2020 book, will be set on a remote island off a rugged coast where guests attend an elaborate celebrity wedding. But with a storm brewing, the picture-perfect affair darkens as the guests and their shared histories dangerously collide and then the lights go out and a body is found so i actually read this book or i started to read it i never finished it It wasn't because it wasn't good or anything i don't remember what happened but i started and uh i'm gonna have to go back and finish it i am never gonna read a book uh espn has officially secured its position as the number one most followed brand on tiktok that's not just in sports, but this is across any genre or brand amassing an impressive 41 million followers. This remarkable achievement underscores ESPN's commitment to engaging with sports enthusiasts through innovative and entertaining content tailored to each specific platform. With the philosophy of accessibility, diversity, and an audience engagement, ESPN on TikTok has become part of sports fans' daily diet. From in-game highlights to behind-the-scenes moments and user-generated fun, ESPN's presence on TikTok has made an enormous impact, surpassing Paris Saint-Germain uh, to become the most followed brand on the platform. I don't really use TikTok. I mean, I've, I've seen it and I've done it before, but I don't use it a whole lot. But that's very impressive, 41 million. ABC's Dancing with the Stars Disney 100 theme night was a huge success. On Disney 100 night, which debuted on October 17th, Dancing with the Stars scored its highest rated telecast since its season premiere among adults 18 through 49 growing by eight percent over the week in the live uh plus three day numbers so just some performances from that disney 100 night uh allison hannigan did be our guest from beauty and the beast mira servino did a dream as a wish your heart makes from cinderella uh ariana maddox danced to into the unknown from frozen 2 uh, this is available to stream now on Disney Plus in the U.S., in Canada, and also on Hulu. I've got some Dancing with the Stars uh, news also. Michelle, what is your favorite Whitney Houston song? I want to dance with somebody. Oh, me too. That's so good. Um, anyway, Whitney Houston night is coming to Dancing with the Stars. So the seven remaining couples 
are all uh, saving all their love for the ballroom floor as they dance to hit songs from one of the best-selling music artists of all time, Whitney Houston, making an appearance as a guest judge as actor, singer, and Whitney Houston superfan Billy Porter. Feel the heat with somebody on Tuesday, November 14th, simulcasting live across both ABC and Disney Plus and local time zones and the next day on Hulu. That'll be a big one. 20th Century Studios and New Regency's horror film Barbarian is reportedly getting a video game adaptation. Division 3 Entertainment will be creating the single-player all-new narrative experience featuring characters and creatures from the movie, which is being developed for consoles and PC. Division 3 Entertainment is the studio behind horror video game adaptations for Friday the 13th and Evil Dead. Uh, Right now, a release date for the game has not been announced yet. Disney and Searchlight Pictures have removed Magazine Dreams starring Jonathan Majors from the December 2023 theatrical release calendar. And this this removal is, uh, I guess it was widely expected because he has found himself in some legal troubles and is due to stand trial on November 29th in New York for misdemeanor harassment and assault charges. That doesn't sound good for him. That doesn't sound good for them putting money into something that he's starring in. I hope that resolves itself. And uh, yeah, that's not good. Anyway, Michelle, we've got a, a little bit of reviews to do. And we've got two things that I've really enjoyed. We've got Goosebumps and this new Once Upon a Studio uh, short. Uh, what would you like to talk about first? Once Upon a Studio. That'll be nice and easy to talk about. Uh, I guess if if I hadn't watched this, tell me a little bit about it. What is it? Yeah, so this is a new animated short that Disney released uh, for Disney 100, celebrating 100 years of the animation studio. It features 543 Disney characters that is a lot. from more than 85 feature length and short films. So we've got heroes and villains and princes and princesses, sidekicks, sorcerers, and they're all appear in this new hand-drawn and CJ animation. Uh, this was phenomenal. So basically the plot of this is that all of these characters are getting together to create a photo. Yep. And so it's trying to get the whole gang together. To it get takes this photo. a lot of effort to get 500 Disney characters together for a big group photo. And it's just so well done. It's probably one of the best things I've seen Disney do ever, if not for a long time. Uh, if you're a Disney fan, you will love it. If you're not a Disney fan, you will still enjoy it. Um, Robin Williams, they actually used his voice as the genie, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, it, it just kind of makes you teary eyed, makes you laugh, um, and kind of just gives you that joy. But, um, it, it, it pulled at your heartstrings yeah. of what uh, made so many of us, uh, fans of, you know, Disney because of like, you know, the, these classic, you know, amazing films and characters uh it just like to see them all like again all together and, and... It, it, it was so well done and, and cute and creative and I, I i just really did love every it, it went quickly but it, every short minute of it uh it, it was just so well done and, and i said 
to you after we finished watching. I'm like, I think this is the best thing Disney's done in the last 20 years or whatever. And I, I really do mean that. I, I lo- even though even though it was short, it was very sweet. I loved mm-hmm. it. I did too. I perfect ten. Yeah, the, the the this is a ten for me. I, I'd like to go back and rewatch it again, just to see if you can like spot all the things. I'm I'm sure that there's plenty of other things. Uh, that they threw in there that you you could probably not see on a few rewatches. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely check that out. It might be easily missed by a lot of people that are only interested in you know the main big series or whatever that come out on Disney Plus. But just don't don't miss it. Yeah. It'll it'll take fifteen minutes of your time if that, and just not to be missed. Uh, with that said, speaking of not to be missed, goosebumps, Michelle. Um, I never, I, I, I think I missed the boat on the Goosebumps uh, books when I was younger. I, I think maybe when those were most popular, I was a little past the target audience of, of reading those. I know it's been a big series. I, I know there's been some other stuff done in that uh, universe before. I had very, very low expectations going into this, uh, but I am, uh, I'm, you know, willing to admit that my low expectations were way, way surpassed. And I, I definitely enjoyed this a lot more than I really expected to. I didn't think I was going to hate it, but like it, it, it impressed me. So, uh, talk a little bit about goosebumps. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, so like you said, they're based on the book series by RL Stein. I did read some of these books um, when I was younger, and I really like their take that they did on this. I did a written review on the website. You can take a look at that when you want. But one of the things I mentioned that if you are familiar with the book series and there were some TV series and movies done in the past based on the, this Goosebumps franchise, and they, but they had more of like a kitty or tween type yeah. feel to it. This definitely has a more grown-up feel to it. It still has that kind of kiddiness to it, but not... Um, th- th- this d- doesn't give me, like, tween or kitty no. vibes. This gives yeah. me more, like, Stranger Things. Like, exactly. S- like, it, it kind of gives me that, like, if you're looking for something in in that kind of uh, type of universe or, like, that type of... Uh, you know, situation. Uh, I I feel like it might scratch that Stranger Things itch if you're a fan of that sh- that series. Well, and that's because uh, we've got five high schoolers, right? Mm-hmm. And we've got this horror uh, arc story arc going on at the same time. We're also d- dealing with these high school relationships and stuff going on like that, which you know obviously has that Stranger Things vibe to it. Um, I think is really well done. There's uh, no this... cheesiness to it to me. Like I, I, I didn't find anything like that. Yeah, I, like, it, it, it was able. It's able to achieve everything that it's trying to achieve without coming off like stupid or cheesy or whatever. It's just, it's very well done. It's, it's adult without being too like adult and like you know teens or whatever could still can still enjoy it and it's kind of scary and creepy without being too scary like one of the things i said is like you might you know it might kind of creep you out you know you got the little scary vibes going but it's probably not going to keep you up all night with your light on yeah, like, or anything like uh, that it's some, like a good someone that's younger yeah like like if you have like a mature kid like they can enjoy it without being too scared i think too like i i don't know it's just it's very well done they 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 give you the right 
level of drama, the right level of like, you know, spookiness. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just, I I, I do like the characters. All the performances are really good. There's nothing about this uh, series that I I really don't like. So the five high schoolers are played by uh, fairly newcomer actors and actresses. Uh, Rachel Harris is in this, but also Justin Long, who plays Harold Biddle. And he was absolutely phenomenal in this. And he had some so many scenes that stand out in my mind to this day that I remember because they were just, they were just these memorable he, scenes. He's a much he's better like, actor than yeah, I realized. He just, uh, some of these scenes, I actually want to go back and watch them because they were so well done where uh, he his body, I don't want to give too much away, but he's like almost kind of like possessed or something. And he's like, like trying, to, the trying to be normal as he feels like these changes going on his body. It was just very comedic and very funny. And then there's another where, uh, what's that song? Um, Five thousand miles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What I will walk five yeah. five hundred miles. And there's a scene where he's like just kind of like yes, where he's just kind of like dancing in the basement to this song, and that's like a standout too because it's so well done. But yes, he's just absolutely phenomenal in this. Um, the uh, first seven episodes are streaming on Disney Plus right now and Hulu. Uh, there will be a new episode that releases every Friday. Some of the titles of the episodes, so like episode one is Say Cheese and Die. Episode two is The Haunted Mask. Episode three, uh, The Cuckoo Clock of Doom. Episode four, Go Eat Worms. I'm going to stop there, but if you read these books, you know that these chapters are based on a different book that was released in the original Goosebumps series, so it's kind of okay. cool they kind of wove that all in together um this did very well on the streamer uh there's already talks about a potential second season nothing's been announced yet but it wouldn't surprise me if this did get renewed for a season two because there's a lot more stories that they could explore um so i am going i i really enjoy i enjoyed this more than i thought i was i liked that it was a little bit more grown up i am giving this a nine I'm going to give it an eight and a half, and that is probably five points higher than I expected to give it going into it. It's really good. Don't miss it. Um, it, it doesn't do anything that maybe you haven't seen before. It doesn't rewrite any rules or whatever, but it's got really good a really good storyline. It's got a really good cast. Uh, the performances are, are really good, especially like a lot, like Michelle said, a lot of uh, like, um, you know, before the previously unknown uh, actors, uh, in addition to a couple that are, uh, but like the performances are just really good across the board. I like how uh, they kind of, without giving anything away, is they go through the series. They they kind of you know show you what's happening, and then there's like they take it back and do an episode to like kind of uh, give you like the perspective of you know what happened each of the characters what 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 happened to these characters to kind of tie everything together from past into present day it's a really good story it's well done i look forward to finishing it um i i I really like everything that i've seen so far so definitely check that out you will you will like it if you're if you're itching for like a stranger things type vibe or whatever I, i i think that this is is not to be missed uh, for fans of that. Uh, that's it. Uh, Did you Michelle? score it? Yes, eight point five, Michelle. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you come back next time. Uh, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We totally appreciate that. 
Be sure to visit us at DisneyPlusInformer.com for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. You can email us at podcast at DisneyPlusInformer.com. You can also follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at More Disney Plus, and you can stop by and visit our Facebook page. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, we're going to get out of here, so we will see you later. Later, bye. bye.